This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Eric Walling, and today's game will be pitting three different bench warmers playing one on one on one by themselves. So today we have Josh Bombeck, we have Marcus Ellis, and we have Scott Grimes in a head to head to head battle. Um, so let's go clockwise for me here. Scott, how you doing? I'm I'm good. Walling, love that. Well, love half of that name. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm 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 excited to uh, to face off against these gentlemen. I think it hopefully will be pretty evenly matched. And it's not often that I get a, a single ride ticket on the L train, so that should be fun. It's like a sleeper cart in the L train. You can spread out, and really make yourself comfortable. I was gonna say it's nice. Yeah, I can spread my legs, and yeah, I, I don't have to. I'm not confined to a space, so that's kind of nice. We know you're all about that. <laughs> <laughs> that those dulcet tones you just heard are Mr. Marcus Ellis. Marcus, how are you doing? Good. Um, Today is probably the most productive I've been since I moved into the house. Like, long got mowed, cleaned the inside of the house. I had a protein shake for breakfast instead of eating garbage, and I'm I have a I have wa- a huge jug of water next to me. So like, I'm feeling pretty good. So you know, it's like it's always just been projects and BS since I've moved in. So it's nice to just do whatever and be productive. And then after this, I'm going to go get my tan on. Mm. So you've got Jim, you've got tan. When does laundry start? <laughs> Laundry's never ending. <laughs> GT always L. Yeah. And last, but certainly, certainly not least, Mr. Bombeck, how are you doing? The other half of the famed Walling Josh love that name combo. Well, I am repping my Walling Josh love that name t-shirt, which is available on T public. If you'd like to, snatch one of those up or any of our other awesome products and logos. So uh, go check that out at tpublic.com. Um, yeah, I, Scott, I, I know you think you're on the L train alone, but Marcus and I are, we're in line. We're, we're looking to get our tickets. One of us is going to get a ticket on that L train with you. We might not be sharing the same uh, uh, car, but you know, one of us is going to sneak onto that. <laughs> One of us is going to jump on like a hobo. <laughs> you got your bindle? I'm praying for you all to end up with the same score and everybody wins. Or does everybody lose? <laughs> no, no. If it happens, we're saying right now, everybody wins. Yep. And with that, we'll kick it over to our lovely friend, Mr. Dan, for the rules. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they have accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right. Let's get this game underway. Okay, it's time for the tailgate, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points each. 
The theme for today's tailgate is not a book that tells you baseball questions, but instead, it's Bombeck's favorite topic. We're going to talk about bad video games. Hell yeah. And here's where the L begins. <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't play bad video games. <laughs> That's not true. Question number one. In September of 1997, a poll of Nintendo Power staff members named Chaos in the Windy City, endorsed by this athlete, as the seventh worst video game of all time. Check in. Marcus has checked in. I'll check in. Okay. Bombeck has checked in. Scott, you get to talk out loud. Yeah. You get to think out loud. Great. I, uh, well, I'm just trying to think of a Chicago athlete around that time that would have endorsed a video game with the word chaos in it. So I know it's not Jordan because he never used his likeness for video games or anything like that. I don't think it's Frank Thomas. Uh, I feel like I would possibly know if it was Frank Thomas. I don't think anyone on the Bears was good at the time. We know I don't know any Blackhawks players. So I'm just going to check in with uh, Dennis Rodman. Uh, Josh, what did you check in with? Well, I, I hope Scott's wrong with his thought process there because I was like, okay, 97 Chicago. Uh, I'm going to go with Michael Jordan. So I'm checking in with Michael Jordan. Okay. And Marcus checked in pretty quick. What do you got? Yeah. Um, Scott is correct in that Michael Jordan didn't give his likeness to like NBA generic video games, but he did like to put his name on weird fighting side scrolling BS games. It is uh, Michael Jordan. Yes. Two of you are getting points. The correct answer is Michael Jordan. It is exactly like Marcus said, a side-scrolling action platformer where different colored basketballs have different powers. <laughs> and he uh, he like opted out of games like NBA Jam and everything so he could put his likeness on awful video games instead. It's bad when Shaq Fu's better than your game. I mean, we know, we know Andre's got a great head for business, clearly. I mean, that Charlotte franchise for, for 20 years <laughs> yeah. has been great. Business is booming. Okay, question number two. In the same Nintendo Power poll, this athlete endorsed fighting game, was voted third worst of all time, and the article stated it was, quote, not possible to come up with a worse idea, but that didn't stop a sequel from being released in 2018, subtitled A Legend Reborn. Looking for the name of the video game here. I'm going to check in. Marcus has checked in. I don't want to talk it out again, so I'm just going to check in. <laughs> okay, Scott has checked in, which means we get to hear Josh talk out a video game question by himself. Well, since you guys know, I don't play very many video games, and uh, I certainly uh, am not familiar with many other uh, fighting ones, but Marcus did mention one. I have no idea if it's right, but I'm going to go with Shaq Fu as my answer, so I'm going to check that in. Scott, what did you check in with? Oh, crap. That's right. You want the name of the game. Whoops. Um, I know it's not right, but this was the athlete that I thought maybe endorsed it. And I know he's got games that weren't for Nintendo, so it's wrong. But it, I said uh, Mike Tyson's punch out. And Marcus, what did you check in with? Yeah, I, <laughs> I'm i sad that I said it out loud <laughs> because I, I saw your face walling after I said it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> no. So, yeah, it's definitely Shaq Fu. <laughs> Indeed. The correct answer is, as previously foreshadowed by Marcus, Shaq Fu. Thanks for the assist, Marcus. Appreciate <laughs> hey, it. I'm, I'm just, 
John Stockton, diamond it out. Speaking of Stockton, rip Mark Eaton. Who wrote the question responsible for that one? Uh, he has not been referenced in a long time. I know he was he was an early question, but uh... didn't we do a? I think we had a top ten box. Either maybe it might even have been a Dean's list. That might be how long. I think so. I think I had I think I had a question about single season block record, early, and that was early on. So no, I can't be credited for that. That's too far back. But <laughs> statute of limitations has expired. <laughs> yes, it has. <laughs> All right. Question number three. Which former universally hated NBA star from the 1980s lent his name to combat basketball in check 1991? In. <laughs> I can check in. Okay. All right. Well, I'll finish the question. Uh, the game was technically Nintendo's first basketball game for the Super NES and involved referee-free violence complete with futuristic weapons. You, it's almost like you wrote this category for me because I have a Super Nintendo. I have so many games. So thank you for this. I will say, um, Star may be a bit of a stretch. Okay. He was a, he was a, he wasn't like a marquee guy from the 80s, but he's definitely a name you know. How about that? How about that? I'll check in. Okay. Scott has checked in and poor Josh has to talk out a video game by himself again. This one I gotta try to get from the first part. I have no idea on the actual game. I've uh, the first Nintendo system I ever owned was a Wii, so I didn't own any prior to that. I was a Sega guy. Sega, Sega. Former universally hated from the '80s. Well, from that, I'm gonna assume possibly this person might have been a Piston from the Bad Boys because. Everybody hated those guys. Um, so you said not necessarily Star being the correct. So, and I don't think Isaiah Thomas was universally hated, and I don't see him doing combat basketball. He was hated by the one guy that mattered. <laughs> guy from the first question. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. I am yeah. um, going to check in with Bill Lambeer. All right. Scott, what did you check in with? Funny enough, I checked in with Bill Lambeer. Same exact mindset as Josh. I figured this may be a piston, and who would endorse a game with no referees? Bill Lambeer. So I checked in with Bill Lambeer. Marcus, you didn't even let me finish the question, so I'm guessing you had this one. Bill Lambeer's combat basketball. Indeed, points all around. It was Bill Lambeer. Thank you, Walling, for at least having enough clues in each of those. (laughs) (laughs) Well, at least the first one and the third one. Yeah. Marcus gave you all the clues you needed for he the did. second one. So there yeah, you go. That, that worked. I did. I did. I gave you the biggest clue. <laughs> the answer. <laughs> the biggest clue one can give, the actual answer. Yes, I said it. yes. All right. You want to score check us here, Josh? Uh, yeah. So after the tailgate, um, both uh, Marcus and myself have 30, uh, although mine's kind of cheap. But, you know, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take the points however I get them. Uh, Scott did get on the board with that third question. He's at 10. I'm just waiting for the solo player uh, pick and roll. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, that would have been awesome. I, I just, it did not put that into here. I'm spoiler alert, but yeah. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon. If you'd be interested in supporting us financially, Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. 
There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. Today's first quarter will be pre- and post-game. Pre- and post-game. For this quarter, there will be five before- and after-style questions. For example, if I said, what all-time leader in receptions for the Indianapolis Colts was a Notre Dame safety drafted by the Minnesota Vikings? The answer would be Marvin Harrison Smith. Each question is worth 20 points. Okay, question number one. This German basketballer is an eight-year NBA veteran point guard who is currently playing for the third team in his career and is also a German basketballer and future Hall of Famer who spent his entire 21-season career with the same team. Oh, uh, I can check in. Okay, Marcus has checked in. Uh, uh, I'll check in. Josh has also checked in. Scott, you can talk it out. This is basketball, and it's pre- and post-game. I should have this, and it's current basketball with a German point guard. Obviously, the second part is Dirk, sort of end in Dirk. I can't think of point guard whose last name ends in Durr. Durr. Mr. Derp. I was thinking like Alexander, but that's not typically German. And I can't think of anyone with that last name anyway, besides Shake Gilgis Alexander, and he's not an eight year NBA veteran. Um, Durr. Every time you do that. <laughs> <laughs> Durr. Durr. Well, honestly, that's how I feel right now in this whole game anyway. So. Dirk, 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 Um, Ralph May Dirk Nervinsky. <laughs> there was an Abdel Nader that played guard for a while, but if he's in a question, then you're going to get a who from Josh, and I'm going to be pissed at you. So that better not be the answer. I mean, he he may still get a who from me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> even if that isn't the okay, right, right name. All right, I'm going to check in just third team. I think that fits. I, he might be German. I'm going to say Dennis Shrew Dirk Nowitzki. Okay. Josh, what did you check in with? Well, I don't know who that first name was that he went with. It's probably right, I guess. I don't know. I went with the Diggler named Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> wow. Okay. I, that's definitely the first Dirk Diggler <laughs> reference on the show, and I'm here for it. Uh. All right, Marcus, are you in the neighborhood there, too? Or? Uh, I didn't go with uh, Hogmaster General uh, Dirk Diggler, but Scott, that was interesting. <laughs> you, you went from, like, I have no idea, and then you just threw out a name. He's 100% German. I checked in with Dennis Shrew Dirk Nowitzki. Two of you are getting points, surprisingly enough. What? I'm not? Yeah, it's Josh and Josh. No. Uh, yeah, the correct answer is Dennis Shrewd Dirk Nowitzki. Okay, you ready for it? Who? Yeah. So, you know, the, the, the black dude with the little, the little blonde streak in his hair plays for the Lakers now currently? Ooh, that, that's a lot of people. Okay. No, no, no. It's very distinct. Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> I know. I hate Dennis Schroeder. It's, he's always had it. 
modern like modern NBA is almost unwatchable for me. So I have some good flavor text for this round, so I'll read you what I had. Maxi Kleba, current forward for the Dallas Mavericks, is also from Dirk's hometown of Würzburg, Germany, and the Morris Twins suck. Why do you hate them? Oh, you'll get there. It'll get there. Just wait for the other questions. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, There's more flavor fine. text about the Morris Twins. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know who they are. Okay, question number two. This third-year NBA point guard played one season for Kentucky and was a 2019 second-team all-rookie NBA player and was a soccer superstar who played at various times for AC Milan, Barcelona, and the Brazilian national team who won three World Player of the Year awards and has awful teeth. Checked in. Hey, Scott has checked in. I don't want to talk this out, so I'm checking in. (laughs) All right. Josh has drawn the short straw yet again. And Josh, you can tuck it out. Well, then you see me shaking my head the minute he said the third year NBA point guard. (laughs) Yes, I saw that immediately. And then he went to soccer. As soon as he went to soccer, I, I, I was done. Oh, when he did soccer, I like my soul left my body for a minute. Oh boy. I don't I don't think this guy's a point guard, or at least Excuse me, let me I don't know if this changed anybody's answer, but technically he is a shooting guard. I'm sorry. Oh well that might actually I might have the first name. Okay. Okay, well I I think that maybe it is Tyler Hero. I, I have heard of him. Um I'm gonna guess maybe Ronaldinho. I don't know, so I'm gonna go with Tyler here Ronaldinho. Okay, and Marcus, you checked in before Josh. So what did you have? Um I checked in. I for the for the Brazilian team that only helped because a lot of them have one name, and I think I've heard this name, so I hope this is right. But I said Shy Gilgis Alexanderinho. And Scott, what did you have? Well, I wanted to pull a, a Shaq Fu since I mentioned Shea Gilded Alexander in the first pre and post game, and that fit the criteria. Not that I was going to have a shot at the second one, so I checked in with Shea Gilgis Alexander the Great. <laughs> <laughs> well, one person is getting points, and that is the one who said Tyler Heronaldinho. Indeed, it is. Wow. Ronaldinho Gaucho. With the awful, awful teeth, won two Player of the Years and one Ballon d'Or, and played for AC Milan, Barcelona, and a bunch of Brazilian teams. And then the third-year NBA shooting guard, in this case, is Tyler Hero. I was going to put a note in there about who he has a rap song named after him. Oh, I would, I would have gotten that. Then you would have got that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I thought Tyler Hero was only in his second season. That's why I didn't. That's why I didn't even. He didn't even cross my mind. Because wasn't, wasn't he a rookie last year in the bubble? I thought he was a rookie in the bubble. No, he was drafted in 2019. So Yeah, 19. Yeah, so that threw me off. I'm not going to make a thing out of it, but it, he is in his second year. I just confirmed it. But it's it's fine, because I, I still probably would have went Shea Gildas-Alexander, honestly. So, um, yeah, because he was definitely a rookie in the bubble last year, for sure. Because 2019, his first season would have been 1920. This is 2021. So it's, it's, it could only been his second season. Uh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. But even 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 if that was right, I, I doubt I would have said that. So it's all good. Okay. Question number three. This NHLer is an eight-time All-Star and is the all-time leader in points for left-wingers 
and is a former MLBer born in Small Narrows, Georgia, that received the most votes of any player in the inaugural MLB Hall of Fame class. I'm going to check in. Scott has checked in. <gasps> oh, I'm going to check in. Marcus has checked in. Josh. Seriously, you guys have hockey? <laughs> hey, video game strikes again, baby. Hey, this is, like I said, Walling seems to be just like tapping directly into my brain. Well, these, uh, these Hall of Famers aren't helping me get to a uh, hockey player. So I'm going to go with a, a similar, similar way I did uh, my first answer. I'm going to go with a Diedrich named Babe Ruth. <laughs> I don't think that's how we say names in the United States. Well, that's just... how I'm going to start saying them from All here right. on out. <laughs> apparently, a, because... <laughs> a Bombeck named Josh has checked in with a Diedrich <laughs> named Babe <laughs> Ruth. Ruth. Don't forget the last name. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think Marcus, you checked in next. I did. Um, and for me, he said small narrows georgia i think ty cobb is the georgia peach i think and and uh that led me because i've played i still currently play brett hole hockey 95 so i checked in with luke roba ty cobb and scott what did you have amazingly i got to this one so quickly just thinking pretty sure ty cobb was the uh the player with the most votes and the only left winger, well, not the only, but one of the few left wingers I know because I wrote a question about him is Luke Robitaille. So I also checked in with Luke Robitaille Cobb. Uh, yes, two of you are getting points. The correct answer is Luke Robitaille Cobb. Oh, yeah, I forgot my flavor text. Um, Marcus crushes with him on Brett Hall Hockey 95. The My flavor text for this one is the Morris Twins tried to beat up a guy who was their mentor from the time they were children. Oh jeez! What do you mean tried? Did they not succeed? <laughs> I think they did, um, and they got assault charges pressed against them. Jeez. Okay, question number four. A pitcher that George Steinbrenner once called a fat toad is a three-time Pro Bowl and two-time All-Pro safety that was an All-American in 2016 out of the Pac-12. I'm going to check in. Okay, Scott has checked in. Josh, check in so you don't have to talk it out. Yeah, I'll, I'll check in. Okay, Josh just checked in. And Marcus, you get to talk it out this time. So, after I read it, I read the second half. I believe that's Buda Baker. Because um, he made the Pro Bowl as a as a special teams guy his rookie year. Um, but, <laughs> Buda. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of hard to lead into. Um, Bud Buda. No. Hmm. I, I honestly don't. I'm, I'm like, I'm struggling with this. And like Steinbrenner called him a fat toad. So. Pot calling the kettle black. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got it. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to check in with Hideki Arabuda Baker. Okay. And Josh, what did you check in with? I called in uh, Reggie Roby uh, to, to come on in and uh, punt this one away. Okay, so Josh has checked in with a Roby named Reggie and Scott. <laughs> <laughs> what did you check in? The problem with trailing Marcus is that I can't get a jump on him 
because he's getting all of them. In my head, I was like, this, I think this has to be Buda Baker. I couldn't think of anyone else that fit the criteria. And then it would make sense for Steinbrenner to call one of his own guys who actually did kind of look like a toad, a fat toad. So I also checked in with Hideki Ara Buda Baker. Two people are getting points here. The correct answer indeed was Hideki Ara Buda Baker. And yes, I believe there was a choice expletive in between fat and toad that I decided to leave out. But Steinbrenner, such a nice guy. Okay, question number five. This Sudanese center was selected in the second round in 1985 and is a is second all-time in blocks per game and is a McDonald's All-American from Kansas who spent one year at Oregon before being drafted 44th overall in the 2019 NBA draft. Oh, I can check in. Hey, Marcus has checked in. I'll check in. Okay, Josh has checked in. Scott, you want to talk it out? Not really. Um, Manute Bowl comes to mind just because, I mean, second all-time blocks per game. Mark Eaton, rest in peace, but I don't think he was Sudanese. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish that were true. I don't know where his parents were when he was born. <laughs> I don't want to stereotype, but Mark Eaton looks about as far from Sudanese as you can, can be. Agreed. Oh, stereotypes <laughs> exist for a reason. <laughs> so if it's Manute Bowl, I don't know if that helps me at all. Oh, yeah, it does. Uh, I'm checking in with Manute Bowl Bowl. Okay, Josh, what did you check in with? I checked in with the father-son duo of Manute Bowl Bowl. All right, and Marcus? Shook my head as soon as it came to me. <laughs> I checked. also checked in with Manute Bowl Bowl. Well... If if Jer Michael Finley didn't tip you off that I'm shameless with my pre and post games, you want to hear something even better? Flavor text. Bowl Bowl's actual name is Bowl Minute Bowl, so technically the correct answer is Minute Bowl Minute Bowl. <laughs> ah, that's even better. <laughs> oh my! Can you tell God. us about the Morris twins, though. Uh, yeah, actually, the end of my flavor text says, "Thanks to Minute's humanitarian efforts, he is the polar opposite of a Morris twin." <laughs> watching minute bowl run down the courts gives me chills like it's it looks like he's gonna snap in half or something like he's gonna like mr fantastic stretch and like choke somebody in the fifth row like it's creepy i don't like it <laughs> all right can we get a score check after round one do we have to mm, no we can pass all right well now that's marcus uh he's Sprinting out to a lead with 110. Um, Scott got off the L train uh, temporarily here, and he is at 90, and I've taken his spot on the L train. I only have 70. Hey, if I finish second, I'm still on the L train. There's only one winner here. You're all, you're all winners in my book. Thanks, man. Uh, if these questions continue like the first quarter, yeah, we're, we're in I'm driving the L train at that point. Yes. Oof. I'll at least be relaxing in the back. <laughs> All right, on to, on to uh, the second quarter. Today's second quarter will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme, 
before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. Without a teammate, awesome. Yeah, this is going to be awesomely bad. <laughs> I, did, I did write this game with the expectation you know that what? people would have teammates. But... I, I already know the theme. It's something to do with the Morris twins, so I'm good. <laughs> They're not. They're not the Morris twins. Check yes. in. The not scene. the Morris. Better no. What is better human being than the Morris twins? This is, he puts I on could OJ. literally name any question in the world, and the answer would be better than the Morris no, twins. No, no. I think Ty Cobb. There's probably actually, three people. I think you've already had an answer that is Ty Cobb, worse. Hitler, <laughs> Mussolini, Pol Pot, then the Morris twins. All right. Well, sorry in advance, guys. Question number one. Oh, great. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, which former closer, who went by the nickname Coco, is a three-time All-Star, each as a closer for a different team, who finished, with his, who finished his career with 329 saves, good for 16th all-time? I'm checked in. Scott has checked in. I'll check in just because you don't want to hear me come up with nothing. <laughs> I <right>. do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speak for yourself, bud. All right, Marcus, you can talk it out. Ooh, closers. Like, I, the reason I know I don't know it is because Coco should be like immediate if I hear that. I mean, if you name a closer who's probably been an all star on multiple teams, and I don't know that he's that former, I mean, Fernando Rodney, but he pitched for the Mariners. Like, I feel like I would know that. Um, he pitched for every other franchise too. Yeah, literally every other one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I honestly don't know. He could be pitching right now, and I wouldn't know because he he really was pitching like up until like last year. At least I'm pretty sure he pitched for somebody last year. You're not getting. Yeah. Ugh. All right. Um, I'm just gonna say. Because I hate him so much, I'm gonna check in with Heathcliff Slocum. Okay, Marcus has checked in with Heathcliff Slocum, <laughs> the only closer that sounds like a cartoon character. Josh, you checked in next. I guess I did, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how defeated Josh sounds. I don't like There's this, a... Josh. I know. You just sound so sad. down in the dumps. I want to give you a hug. I need a teammate. <laughs> this is where I need a teammate. Um, yeah, you, you and me both. On I'm going team. with the only Coco I know, and that would be a crisp named Coco. <laughs> Josh still, still throwing wrenches in common vernacular with a crisp named Coco. Scott, you checked in pretty quick. What did you have? Yeah, I have the right answer. Um, you'll be happy to know Walling. He was one of my favorite uh, pitchers and closers when I was really, really watching baseball in the, the mid 2000s um, for, for the Rangers primarily, even though obviously he played for a bunch of other teams. But I remember him mostly as a Ranger. This is Coco. It's uh, Francisco Cordero. Yes. Also a closer for the Brewers. And I believe that I can't remember who the other team was, but the correct answer was Francisco Cordero. 
it was him and Chad Cordero were like closers at the same time. And I was always getting them mixed up on MVP baseball, Josh, the video game. And uh, I remember one time I, I ended up doing a fantasy draft and I drafted both of them. Question number two. Who is the member of the 3000 hit 500 home run club who began his career as a Cubs outfielder and is tied for seventh all time for most consecutive seasons with 30 home runs at nine? Since it's 1v1v1, I'll add a little hint here. Okay, since he joined the 3000 hit 500 home run club, there have been one, two others who have joined more recently. So it's the third most recent person, if that makes it. You can work your way backwards from there. Yeah, no? totally. I'm going to check in. <laughs> okay, Marcus has checked in. I'll check in. Josh has checked in. Scott, talk through that headache. Began his career as a Cubs outfielder is like leading me to believe that maybe he didn't remain an outfielder. Otherwise, it's like, why put outfielder in there? And so I'm trying to think if there's someone I can think of that switched to the infield. Like maybe he was a corner outfielder and switched to first base or something. And then if he's the third most recent guy to do it, then I, I feel like I can't be too, too long ago. Right. Cause I mean, who's in, who got in there recently? Probably Pujols. I'd like to at least name an outfielder that played for the Cubs. So let me at least do that. So I don't sound incredibly stupid. It's like neither Sosa didn't start with the Cubs. I don't, did Dawson go Cubs Expos or Expos Cubs? I can't remember. I'm just going to go with uh, Andre Dawson. I'll check that in. Okay. Um, Josh, I think you checked in before, right before that. Uh, yeah, there's, this isn't a huge list. There's not a ton of players who've done 3,500. Um, and when you kind of gave the parameter of like the third most recent to do so, that led me to believe that the answer, and with a little bit of know your host, would be uh, Rafael Palmero. Okay. And Marcus, um, <clears throat> I was not wanting to think about this too much. I knew we played for the Cubs and then moved around, so I wish I had thought known your host because maybe I would have gotten there. But I also checked in with Andre Dawson. One man is getting points, and it's the man who's been murdering the English language all day. That is Josh Bomba. <laughs> Correct answer is <laughs> Rafael Palmero. So your theme-linked answers are Francisco Cordero and Rafael Palmero. Question number two. Oh, sorry. Question number three. <laughs> Which former MLB outfielder claimed in his 2005 bestseller that he ran the 40-yard dash in 3.9 seconds? He was once linked with Madonna and spent one season on VH1's Surreal Life. I'm going to check in. Okay, Scott has checked in. I'm going to check in. Marcus has checked in. I don't know many um, baseball players who probably would have had uh, best-selling books. So uh, I'm just going to check in with uh, Jose Canseco. Hey, Josh checked in with Jose Canseco. Marcus? What is this, a Jose Canseco bat? Tell me you didn't pay money for this. Anybody? No? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, I also Jones. checked in with Jose Canseco. All right, and Scott? Uh, yeah, like Josh said, I, I couldn't think of many guys that would have a bestseller or that would be relevant around the time Madonna was, you know, relevant and the timelines matched up. And I'm pretty sure I remember watching him on Surreal Life, so I checked in with Jose Canseco. 
Hey, community points. Yay. Everybody got it. Congratulations. Correct answer was Jose Canseco. I was really, really happy when I found that bit about him running the 40 yard dash in 3.9 seconds. Like I had a good chuckle at that. Yeah. You take everything with a grain of salt that he (laughs) has ever said or written down. But uh, Brett Boone being on steroids, I believe that 100%. Yeah. (laughs) The guy had nothing. And then he comes back to the Mariners and just starts mashing home runs. And I'm like, okay, buddy. So your theme link dancers so far are Francisco Cordero, Rafael Palmero, and Jose Canseco. Question number three. Which former major league outfielder? Oh, sorry. (laughs) Five. Three, sir. Three. Question number four. Like I said, I'm Ron Burgundy. I'm reading. I, I did it slightly out of order, and I'm reading. I mean, I feel like if you want to ask us the same question, we'll all take the phone. Question number three. Which former MLB outfielder? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> sorry, they both start the same. It doesn't necessarily rule out. Yeah. Woo. Slap happy today, kids. All right. Question number four. Which former MLB outfielder and two-time MVP is the last player to record 100 RBIs before the All-Star break? I'll check in. Scott has checked in. I'll check in. Josh has checked in. Hey, Marcus, let's hear you talk. Uh, I don't want to talk about this. Okay. <laughs> Next but I don't have an answer. So, well, what do you want to talk about then? How's everything? I don't know. Uh, the Huskies are down one nothing because the Oklahoma <sighs> lineup is ridiculous. Um, softball Huskies. Yeah, softball. Huskies. Yeah, the Oklahoma lineup is ridiculous. <laughs> Dude, they're like all four hitting million home runs. Five or yeah. better. Yeah, they've scored the second most runs in NCAA history. It's ridiculous. So we have a. It's, while you think about this, I'll tell you a small Eric story. But uh, we have a, a company softball league, and one of the guys on our team, um, his sister played softball at Oklahoma, and now she's like a traveling, um, U.S. national slow pitch softball player, and we're allowed to have family members play on our team. So she comes out and plays for us, and she's the best shortstop in the league, and it's not even close. That's awesome. <laughs> she's amazing. Uh, um, see, two-time MVP. I want to. Uh, I'm just gonna check in with uh, Manny Ramirez. Okay, Marcus checked in with Manny Ramirez. Um, Josh. I. Uh, I think. Uh, I mean, I. I... I don't know what I'm going to say here. What's happening right now? I'm, I'm breaking. Yeah, I'm breaking. Okay? Somebody, I'm waiting for my reset. Do you smell toast? I'm waiting, somebody, for, oh. I'm waiting for my teammate to chime in and give the somebody answer. unplug Josh and plug yeah. him back in. No, I'm, I'm, I almost talked about if my you know, uh, theme thing, and I didn't want to go down that road. So then I'm like, right. stop talking. Stop talking. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, then yeah. I got it. Um, I think it's Juan Gonzalez, so I'm just going to check in with Juan Gonzalez without a lot more other than, you know, I think I think I recall him doing that before the All-Star break, so. Bombeck has checked in with a very unceremonious answer of Juan Gonzalez. Oh, sorry, a Gonzalez named Juan. Yes, it'd be a Gonzalez quien nombre es Juan, Um, (laughs) if you're going to do it correctly. I, I I can't. Okay. Scott. Yeah, I, I think this is uh, one of my absolute favorite players of all time to watch. Um, loved him growing up. Pretty sure he's got two MVPs and 
he was just insane with the RBI. I checked in with Juan Gonzalez. Yes, two gentlemen will be receiving points. The correct answer is Juan Gonzalez. He is the second most RBIs before an all-star break outside of Hack Wilson's year that he had 180, which will never be broken. Kind of like Mark Eaton's single season block record. Will Correct. Never be broken. Rest in peace, Mark. Okay. On to question number five. Although he never played for the Texas Rangers, he is the NFL career leader for touchdown receptions by a tight end. Gonna check in. Marcus has checked in. I'll check in as well. Scott has checked in. Josh. I think it's Tony Gonzalez. So that's what I'm going to check in with. Okay, Josh has checked in with Tony Gonzalez. Scott. I also checked in with Tony Gonzalez. Okay. And Marcus? I like to refer to him as October Gonzalez's husband. That's nice. I also checked in with Tony Gonzalez. Well, uh, no one receiving points here. Um, while Tony Gonzalez did hold the record, until very recently, it was broken by one Chargers tight end, Antonio Gates. Correct mm -hmm. answer was Antonio Gates. 116 touchdowns to Tony Gonzalez's 111. So, your theme-linked answers for the missing link were Francisco Cordero, Rafael Palmero, Jose Canseco, Juan Gonzalez, and Antonio Gates. No one has checked in with a correct theme answer yet. What? Hmm. At least not one that I was after. How's that? <laughs> well, <laughs> then I have no freaking clue where you're going. <laughs> if mine wasn't right, then I have no. I have two, and I'm trying to decide which one. I yeah, this think is kind is of like interesting, like answer. how we're going to do this. <laughs> Three people who have. I'll ask everybody to come up with one and lock in a guess. Oh my God. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check in my okay. guess so Scott's, I can be first. Okay. I sent mine to you. Wally. Yep. Okay. I thought for sure I was right. So I'm just going to let everybody listening know that uh, after the second one, and it didn't uh, dissuade me from it, especially you know, towards the end, was I had the shared names of famous painters. So I I was thinking that too. I was waiting for like different names to come up to clinch it, but I got off of that one. So I I would argue that I think I might be correct, even though it's not the theme that <laughs> Walling is going for. Um, they're not members of Menudo. There's no Ricky. Oh, dude, that was my other guess. That was my other So I had two, and I was like, one was members of Menudo, but I, I went with my other one. <laughs> because I'm like, all right, there was probably a Francisco in Menudo. That's hilarious. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I also, too, like you, I kept waiting for Ricky, and I was like, maybe Ricky Henderson wrote the biography about the 40 time, and I was like, if this is Ricky, this is definitely Menudo. Sure. I guess I guess I'll check in with another wrong answer. Okay. Sorry, Josh. Um, I think we have, we have guesses from everybody. So I think Marcus, you had the first one, and you want to tell us what your guess was for the theme. Um. Yeah. I just when you hear Antonio Gates, what's the first thing they always say? Is he played basketball in college? So I said played basketball in college. All right. 
Um, Scott? Um, mine's correct, but I don't know if it's what you're looking for. So I guess we'll see. Um, and I, I'm not really quite sure how to word it, but I said that if you take the first names and if you put the word San in front of it, you get a city. So San Francisco, San Rafael, San Jose, San Juan, and San Antonio. And Josh? That's probably right. I went with... Uh, I hope that's right. Since, if not, since, I'm going to be pissed because that's not, so creative. Since apparently these are not sharing names with famous painters, I said they shared uh, uh, names, uh, actual names of popes. Like not their pope name, but their actual names. You know, Josh, you may have hit on two themes that I didn't inadvertently. I have no on. idea if the second like, one. I, I yeah. think the first one actually mm-hmm. is, but, you know. Yep. Mm. One person will be receiving points here. Scott got it right on the head. Indeed, if you add San to the front of the name, you get the name of cities. So San Francisco, San Rafael, San Jose, San Juan, and San Antonio. I, I wouldn't have got that without Antonio Gates. Like that's what gave it to me. That feels like dirty pool. Well, <laughs> um, if you guys liked it, that was my idea. And if you didn't, it was David's. David making <laughs> us have to put something else in front of the names. <laughs> Good job, Walling. Thanks. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Uh, I so if you couldn't tell there, the, I was trying to draw you guys off sides to say that they were all Texas Rangers. And then hit you with the Antonio Gates question at the end, um, but no one, no one took the bait. <laughs> when Scott said it at the beginning, I'm like, "Oh no, I may have blown my cover." I figured you couldn't have been going down that road. I'm like, that's no, too- I, I thought it was too obvious. <laughs> that's where I was like, I thought I was on with the Francisco and Raphael, and you could have been, you could have been. I don't think could have been. I think, I think <laughs> if you look up those first names, you'll all find right. famous painters with all of you'll those. Find that famous wasn't what your theme too. was. <laughs> I was thinking too highbrow. I thought Dan was running this game. <laughs> yeah. No, no. You got you to gotta <laughs> significantly lower your expectations <sighs> with me, guys. We have a score change, obviously, but we have a lead change. Um, at the moment, uh, Marcus has joined me on the L train. We both have 130 points. Um, but Scott, with getting the brilliant theme, thank you, David, of uh, cities, if you put San in front, he is all the way up to 200 points. Okay. With that, that brings us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. Question number one of the halftime. Which former NFL coach was chosen, most likely because of his perfectly relevant name, to endorse the Extends line of male enhancement pills? I'll check in. Okay, Josh has checked in. I can check in. Marcus has checked in. Scott... Looks bewildered, but we'll have to talk this out. Yeah, th- this happens a lot for me during halftime. Um, also, I don't, I don't use male enhancement pills. I never, ever use male enhancement pills. Shh, Scott Strong like bull. I just want to see what it feels like. What's my Rafael Palmero point? 
So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get his perfectly relevant name to, like, to the extends line of male enhancement pills. Um, you don't know the famous coach Dick Rockhard? <laughs> <laughs> well, so... <laughs> It's the episode I title. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> I don't think we're going to use that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking, I'm thinking Dick for Neil, but that like initially that was my thought, but I'm like, I don't, I guess it could be a different uh, Richard, right? I suppose. But yeah, I, I will. I'll just check in with uh, Dick for Neil. Okay. Uh, Marcus, what'd you check in with? I've seen these commercials. Uh, I checked in with Jimmy Johnson. And Josh? The man whose first name and last name are slang terms for penises. Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> Dick Rockhart. <laughs> uh, I should have prefaced that by saying I am a child, and I laughed really hard when I wrote it. <laughs> but the correct answer is indeed Jimmy Johnson. Question number two. In the 1988 comedy classic, The Naked Gun, what MLB legend was programmed to kill the queen during the pivotal game between the Angels and the Mariners? I'll check in. Josh has checked in. I'm going to check in with my wrong answer because I don't want to talk this one out. Okay, Marcus has drawn the short straw. Um, MLB legend. So what MLB legend would do a movie like The Naked Gun? It's in 88. Um, I don't know. I'm just going to check in with Nolan Ryan. Okay. And Scott? Damn, that's a good answer. Better than mine. Um, I checked in with Reggie Jackson. Okay. Josh, you want to tell Scott why he shouldn't be as excited about Marcus's answer? must kill the queen it absolutely was reggie jackson <laughs> Woo! yes the correct answer was reggie jackson and much I like i do tried from to time pick to time. a legend that would have played in the 80s so yeah well much like i do from time to time when josh is hosting josh stole my flavor text the only nine that reggie has in the film is must kill the queen <laughs> question number three what actor and former host of The Soup was also a walk-on tight end for the Washington Huskies who never made it into a game but still walked away with the 1992 Rose Bowl ring? I can check in. Marcus can surprisingly check in quickly about a Washington Huskies question. Yeah, what's up with that? I feel bad for accusing him. Buddha Baker, this... <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, I don't know if you noticed I got taint slaughtered by that missing link round, so don't I wouldn't worry. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. You did. You did. I don't believe that's a agreed upon um term for slaughter, but I'll allow it. Yeah, you did. It hurts. I'll check so, in. Josh has checked in. Scott? I watched the soup, but this I guess i watched it after when they must have had some different hosts um or i'm just spacing on 
episodes that I did watch where this person would have been hosting. Um, uh, tight ends. Got, I mean, you think that's probably a pretty, pretty big dude. So yeah, I really have no clue on this one. Um, I can't even think of actors around the time that would have, I don't know, had the physique or had previously played college football. You'd think this is probably shortly after he stopped playing. So mid nineties, I got nothing here. So I'm going to say Reggie Jackson again. Okay. And Josh, what'd you check in with? I don't know if this is the right answer, but uh, I have no idea if he did play football, but I'm going with, I do believe the original host who also has gotten into acting post hosting the super, even maybe while Joel McHale. And Marcus. I could have, uh, done this after you said the soup. I pretty much knew where you were going with that. So the correct answer is Joel McHale. Indeed, he was actually recruited to be part of the rowing team and ended up walking on to the football team. It is Joel McHale. I'm, I'm so mad at myself because he's the host I remember. And in my head, I was like, there's no way he played football. <laughs> and I thought that was too early for him because I remember mm. watching the soup in like the late 90s, early 2000s. <laughs> So you uh, you overthought it, Scott. I did because I was I just in my head I thought there was a host before him. I I assumed you both were gonna get it because it's the, once you said the soup, I was like, oh, they're gonna get that, no problem. Because yeah, like I, I don't yeah, I can't I name a single person it. other than him. So there was a Neither host before Mikhail, but it was talk, called Talk Soup then, and it was okay. So that's um, what I was thinking. I was thinking the Talk Soup, whoever the host was. Yeah, the dude with the like I don't remember his name. But he yeah, had a little like silver name? streak in the side of the hair. Oh no! Yeah, I looked that up. Yeah, John. That's when I watched it mostly, like, and then I remember it became the soup with Joe John Henson. That was John like, Henson. Yep. Not and Hal Sparks was after that, and then yeah, Joe McCoy. Yeah, yeah. Hal Sparks definitely not a tight end. Very tiny. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Question number four. Which former MLB team is mentioned in the refrain of the almost perfect old dirty bastard, a.k.a. Dirt McGirt, a.k.a. Big Baby Jesus, a.k.a. old dirty Chinese restaurant song, Shimmy Shimmy Ya? I had to make sure I listed all his aliases so is, in case you guys didn't know who I was talking about. Um, is, I, I, is that English? <laughs> yes yes indeed he is a knucklehead Josh I thought you might be excited to hear that uh, alright I'm gonna check in alright now it's Scott's turn great this umpire is uh, trash and he needs to be he needs to be taint kicked with a steel toe boot, right like betwixt, kick him in the nuts and send him right to the top of his head. 
I'm not sure the steel toe is necessarily. No matter what shoe you're kicking <laughs> with, it's gonna hurt. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, no, it's the, the steel toes to protect you. Oh, I see. In case he has an iron crotch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't want to hurt your toes. You know the old iron crotch, uh, Dick Rock. Yeah, <laughs> the umpire old iron crotch. Um, I'm gonna check in with uh, the New York Gotham's. Okay, uh, Josh, what'd you check in with? Um, I checked in with the New York um, baseball giants. And Marcus? So, like I said, if I had been thinking, you know, <laughs> more clearly, I guess, I don't know. I mean, it led me the, the what I hope is the right way. But to me, it was between, I would just, you know, it's ODB, you know, Wu-Tang, New York, so I was deciding between the Giants and the Dodgers, and I checked in with the Dodgers, the Brooklyn Dodgers. Okay. The lyric, um, after a few bits of shimmy shimmy yaying, goes, Off on a natural charge, bon voyage. Yeah, from the home of the Dodgers, Brooklyn squad. The correct answer, the Brooklyn Dodgers. Nice job, Marcus. I was kind of in a similar, like once I got past I the Expos, the time right. frame, then I yeah. went, okay, New York, which right. one of those two squads do I want to pick from? That's why I was just sitting here. I'm like, well, it's between two. I'm just going to flip a coin yep. in my head and just pick one. Well, your coin landed on the yeah. correct side. Mine did not. I was thinking like a defunct team completely. So I was oh, like, uh, yeah. something from New York, like that maybe would be that you could rhyme. So gotcha, gotcha. All right, and the final question of halftime. Complete this lyric from an old Monday Night Football ad from the 1990s. <laughs> you got to watch. The games are great. You got to watch and stay up late. They'll toss a coin and kick the ball. You'll, they'll pull a groin. You'll watch it all. If you don't watch it, then you're a louse. Mr. Blank will find your house. You can give a tiny hint. If you guys want it, yeah, absolutely. Of course, yeah. I want it. Um, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Would it help if I said that it, like a children's choir was singing this song? Does that remind oh, remind you about this commercial? What? <laughs> I'm not gonna get it from the commercial because I was a f- child in the '90s and they wasn't. I didn't stay up to watch Monday Night Football because I had to watch Raw. So, uh, children's choir. I'm gonna look it up right after this. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I they'll pull a groin is a just a you'll watch it wild all. yeah wild lyric to add you could have said literally anything else and they said they'll pull a groin you'll watch God, it all I'm gonna talking I'm, about I'm gonna check in I'm I'm, okay. I'm checked in because I was hoping yeah, I, I was gonna get a rhyme where I could at least try to get something with a rhyme yeah. but the rhymes are all there I'll, I'll check in. So you're making me talk this out. Uh, yeah, I don't yep. want to. All right. Sick. Uh, all right. So it's old Monday Night Football ad from the 90s. Or Mr. Blank will find your house. Okay. So I'm just thinking of maybe maybe this is a player. Maybe this is a <laughs> this is a a, def- a great defender in the 90s. Like I didn't. I don't know who's intimidating, like Reggie White or Bruce Smith. Um, I don't know. 
I'll, we'll say Mr. Smith. I'll ch- that's what I'll check in with. Okay. With this super generic Mr. Smith. Um, Josh? Oh, uh, that's Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I kind of went a similar kind of thought process, but, uh, you know, I... I'm going with somebody who's a little more known for the 80s, maybe into the early 90s. I went with, uh, I said, Mr. Taylor, as in Lawrence Taylor, LT. That would be that scary. Would be scary. <laughs> that's, that's where I went. I was like, oh. Just with cocaine all yeah. over his face. <laughs> <laughs> and Scott, what'd you have? I started down the route of thinking about like maybe it's just you know a player, but I really couldn't differentiate one and the other. So then I just thought, who might be? I mean, who was kind of synonymous with Monday Night Football? So I just checked in with Mr. Madden. Okay, well, unfortunately, no one will be receiving points this time. This is one of those commercial jingles that's been stuck in my head for forever and will occasionally pop up for no reason whatsoever. But I'll read through it again and fill in the blank. You got to watch. The games are great. You got to watch and stay up late. They'll toss a coin and kick the ball. They'll pull a groin. You'll watch it all. If you don't watch it, then you're a louse. And Mr. Cortez Kennedy will find your house. The correct answer was Cortez Kennedy. Never, never seen it or heard it ever. It's Cortez Kennedy who's conducting a children's choir. And then he turns around after they say that and just smiles at the camera. So we were going down the right path. I just, yep. and I'm pretty sure, yeah, like 92, I think he won Defensive Player of the Year. Yep. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> I, was say. I just, I just outside of Seattle, you don't, I, I just never would have picked him because of the, That's I what made it. he had national appeal. Yeah, That's what could... made it so weird, I think, was he was not like a really well-known name, but he's super intimidating dude. And oh yeah, he's so big when like conducting that kids choir. It was yeah. so funny. I mean, That's I think awesome. he's a pretty well known, you know, lineman. But yeah, if if Marcus didn't know it and hadn't heard it, yeah. none of none of us. <laughs> yeah, I that was probably one that either yeah, it was like a. I don't think you could get context clues out of that one. I, no, no, you just had to have heard it before. This is one of those weird. If things you would have said Miami, like former Miami, something like that, maybe I could have gotten there, but I don't think. Yeah, I, would I could have probably put a clue in the blank. Eh, nah, it's fine. Nah, you guys get enough points. You want a score update? Yes, I would. Uh, well, um, good thing for Marcus and myself. Scott had a rough halftime. Uh, he only added 20 to his score. I, so he's I up, predicted it. He's up to 220, still has the lead. But uh, Marcus and myself, we gained 60 to get up to 190 apiece. Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks! Where today's third quarter will be... Five on Five. Five on Five. For this quarter, there will be five categorized lists containing five items each, where each item is worth 10 points. The teams will attempt to guess as many items as they can. However, if a team has an incorrect guess, they will receive zero points for that list. 
first category for five on five will be the five universities that have produced both a Super Bowl winning quarterback and a United States president. I'm going to check in. Josh is checking. I'm going to check in. All right. Scott has checked in, which leaves Marcus to talk it out. Let me start this by saying I don't give a damn where any president went to school. So this is <laughs> whatever. So this is where if we go for more than one, then. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to check in with the one that I know for sure. And I'm going to say Michigan. Okay. Scott. I've heard this before. I've been quizzed on this before, um, but I usually don't retain that type of knowledge because it just wasn't really interesting to me at the time. I know Michigan is one for sure. Um, I checked in. I ended up checking in with two because I just didn't feel confident in a lot of the other ones. I checked in with Michigan and Miami of Ohio. Okay. And Josh? Yeah, this this became uh, a bit more of a discussion after uh, Joe Biden became president because his school became the fifth, uh, which is Delaware. Damn it. Um, yeah, two of them actually Delaware. have, they say. share first names. You have Joe and Joe from Delaware, and you have Ben and Ben from Miami of Ohio. Um, sorry if I'm stealing any flavor text, Wally. No, no keep going. Like um, but then, yes, Michigan, Navy, and Stanford are the... Uh, others to round out the five. So go, give me your answers. Again. Miami of Ohio, Delaware, Michigan, Navy, Stanford. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sorry. For some reason, I thought you had only said four there. So yeah, uh, Josh pretty much hit it on the head there. The correct answer. Um, Michigan, which was Brady and Gerald Ford. Stanford, which was Hoover and Plunkett or, or Elway. U.S. Naval Academy, which was Carter and Roger Staubach, Delaware, which was Biden and Flacco, and Miami of Ohio, which is Harrison and Roethlisberger. And the rest from here on out, I'm certain I won't be going five for five. But <laughs> Okay. Name me the last five Heisman Trophy winners that have been elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And I will say elected, they don't necessarily have to have been inducted. Hmm. I'll check in. All right, Scott has checked in. I'll also check in. And Josh has checked in. So, Marcus? I figure this kind of has to go back a decent ways just because guys are still playing or they were bad in the NFL. You you don't think it's Jason White? I I know it's not. Um, Gino Toretta. He's pretty good. Andy Werfel should be Matt Liner. Should be yeah. Matt Liner. Yeah. So you should say should be Matt Liner. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, I love Matt Liner. Should it be Tim Tebow too? Well, we'll see what he does. Eventually. As a, we'll Eventually. see what he does as a tight end. Yeah, I was going to say there's there's still a chance. Um, so I, I, you know, Charles Woodson, I think, um, cause I think that's where inducted, I think, and 
and uh, whatever wording you used. Elected. Elected comes in. And I've looked at this list a million times, and but just, of course, because I'm by myself, I can't. I'm having trouble. So I thought Barry Sanders and Tim Brown, because I think they were consecutive years. Um, and then you're just getting back even further, and it's like, eh. I mean, uh, you really have to go, well, how far back does it go? I mean, I'm sure there's somebody I'm forgetting that's super obvious. And I'm cool with three, I suppose. So I'm going to check in with Charles Woodson, Barry Sanders, and Tim Brown. Okay. Uh, who's next? Josh? Uh, Yeah. Totally forgot about Charles Woodson, that he's going to be going in. That he's been selected. He just hasn't been uh, inducted yet. But So I didn't have him. Um, but I do have three. I'm going with um, Tim Brown, Barry Sanders, and Marcus Allen. And Scott, I also have three: um, Barry Sanders, and Charles Woodson. I remember him getting elected, and then I said Eddie George. Okay, well, two people are getting thirty points. The last five elected into the Pro Football Hall of Fame are. The most recent one, that is Charles Woodson. Before that, you had Tim Brown, the class of 2015. Uh, the class of 2004 was Barry Sanders. The class of 2003 was Marcus Allen. And before that, the class of 1994, that was Tony Dorsett. Mm, Dorsett. So 30 points for Josh and Marcus. And no Eddie George on there yet. Although I think that may... He's in the Hall of Fame, is he? He, he should be. No, I, don't, I guess he's not, but he should be. I mean, I, if he gets in, I mean, it won't if be. If he gets in, Sean Alexander will get in, and we don't. We all don't want that. So, well, don't you Sorry, want Eddie. that? No, no, he no, no. You want uh, you want Ricky Waters? Yes, Ricky Waters Sorry. in. If Ricky Waters gets in, then Eddie George should be in. Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'll allow saying, like, so here's what we need to do we need to get Ricky Waters in. and Eddie George in and then Sean Alexander gets left out alright All right. <laughs> we agree. did it we agreed I mean I do think I do think Eddie George is I mean I, I honestly don't necessarily think any of the three deserve to be in the hall but you know okay well Scott this one's for you bud it, well my lead's gone so let's hope alright name me the five there have been exactly five NBA players that have won both a Defensive Player of the Year award and an MVP. I will say, for clarification, it does not have to have been in the same year. I, I, I'll, you know what, guys? I'm going to spoil this. It's not Mark Eaton. Dang. Rest in peace. Sudanese center Mark Eaton. <laughs> Sudanese refugee Mark Eaton. <laughs> yeah. He could have done some missionary work out there. He did. He was in Utah. This is like a list where you you're like, oh duh, and then you really have to start getting. In I know. And you're like, mm. yep, <laughs> yep. It's exactly what it is. Um, checked in. Okay, Scott checked in. I'll check in. Yeah. All right, Marcus. So I think I have. I think I have four. <laughs> I I I have four that I feel pretty good about. I'm pretty sure Jordan won one. 
I think Hakeem Olajuwon has. I know Giannis did really recently. And even though he absolutely does not deserve it, I think LeBron has won one. So now I'm thinking, and this is like, obviously I could be wrong on one of those, but I think in like, there's like a group of players like, like David Robinson. I'm trying to remember if he, I know he had that crazy game where he won a scoring title and then he, when he scored like 71 points, but I don't know if he's the MVP. I don't know if he's ever won one. Dwight Howard comes to mind. Like when they went to the finals, did he win MVP? It's just, and I don't feel like risking it. So I'm just going to check in with Jordan, Olajuwon, Giannis, Antetokounmpo, and LeBron James. Josh? I'm also checking in with four. Um, I got at least a couple of the same. Uh, Jordan, absolutely. Uh, Olajuwon, I do believe um, the greatest Timberwolf of all time. Uh, is in that category. That's Kevin Garnett. And I also said David Robinson. So those are my four. And Scott? I did all five. Um, it was tough because uh, you keep thinking guys in like Tim Duncan. Did Tim Duncan win a DPOY? Because he definitely has an MVP. And a couple other guys like jumped in my head. Like Marcus said, I was like Dwight Howard. Maybe he did. Um, but MJ, definitely. Giannis, I think, won DPOY last year. So he's definitely on this list. I know Kevin Garnett did it. I know Akeem Olajuwon did it. So those were the four I, I felt best about. And then I'm, I had to remember if David Robinson won an MVP. And then I remembered that he did in 95 when he won the scoring title. So I checked in with him as well. So my five are Michael Jordan, Giannis, Kevin Garnett, Akeem Olajuwon, David Robinson. And Scott has successfully named all five of those. Yeah, this came up, um, the, the, the five, again, um, KG, uh, David Robinson, Giannis, Elijah and Michael Jordan. LeBron hasn't won a Defensive Player of the Year award, although, you know, they just tend to give him whatever he wants, so it's kind of surprising. Um, yeah, Kobe, guys like that. Yeah, yeah, there were a couple of guys. Um, Kawhi is another one that kind of is a common wrong answer, but he's won a finals MVP, but not a actual MVP Um and you know mike payton is another one so um yep so 50 points to scott 40 to josh and marcus the answer of lebron um with uh, nothing sorry bud list number four name me the five nhl players with the most career hat tricks i'm gonna check in all right, Marcus has checked in. Should I say life t- life lifelong Kraken fan Marcus Ellis has checked in. <laughs> I wish this was a visual medium for that, Marcus. And it was like this yesterday too. Sorry, if I... Okay, that leaves Scott to talk it out. I got a hockey question. Yeah. Um... <laughs> well, Josh Josh <laughs> almost had to talk out a rap song, so there you go. Well, so I can just get the ten points with Gretzky. Or I can try, because I feel like Josh is obviously going to get more than that. So I'm thinking Lemieux. I feel comfortable with those two. I don't feel comfortable with anyone else. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna check in with Wayne Gretzky, Mario Lemieux, and I'm gonna say Hall, and that'll give me two shots at it. Okay, J- Josh. Turns out that uh, Scott and I are going to be 
submitting the same three. Um, I also have Gretzky, Lemieux, and Hull. And Marcus? What's absolutely insane is that we have all submitted the same answers because I told you about my affinity for Brett Hull hockey, and I know he scored a bunch, so I just said Gretzky, Lemieux, and Hull. All right. Well, 30 points all around. Good job, guys. It is um, the Hull. The Hull. Wait, how, how did the name go? The Hull that is Brett. Um, Hull named Brett. The Hull named Brett. Yeah, so number one on that list, obviously, Wayne Gretzky with 50. Um, number two on that list, Mario Lemieux with 40. Uh, number three on that list, Mike Bossy with 39. He's Bossy. He's the first one to screw on a track. Uh, Brett Hull with 33. And with 32 right below him is Phil Esposito. Mm. Yep. I'm glad I didn't go for more than three. Yeah, I me too. To I was like, I feel good with these three. Ovechkin. Yeah, I, wasn't, I wasn't sure where to go. I crossed out Ovechkin. I, yeah, I felt like that I was thought a thought about it and I was like that was an without with no eed in here it was an approachable hockey question for everybody. Yeah, so, it's worth some points yeah. as long as you don't, yeah. you know. Okay. Let's get away from that silly sport. And the final list. I would like you to name me the top 5 quarterbacks with the most wins at Browns First Energy Stadium which opened in 1999. I hate you for this already. <laughs> so my, my, I already have like 12 names in my head. And I'm like, uh... like that, that Browns jersey with all the quarterback names like taped to the back of. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to check in. Okay. Marcus has checked in. I'll check in. All right. Scott's checked in. That leaves Josh to talk it out. I'm trying to think if I can come up with more than two that I want to submit. I don't think I do. So I'm going to submit two and say Baker Mayfield and Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. Scott? I said the same too. <laughs> I thought about, there's so many other names. Like I, yeah, I considered like Carson Palmer, but or Derek Anderson, but yeah, in the end, I just said, I didn't feel comfortable enough. So big Ben and Baker. And Marcus? Um, I went with three. I know that I, up until I wasn't sure if because of last year, if Baker made it on the list, because I know before last year, would they win 10 games? I think, I think, that's right, yeah. I think yeah. the Browns did. There wasn't a Brown in the top five, I don't think, because since you said since 99, Why would like, <laughs> yeah, they, they've been terrible. <laughs> really Brandon, bad Brandon Whedon and like even even those like pockets of success like Derek Anderson like was like Anderson. a one-year starter and then it was your or or uh, when they made the playoffs with Kelly Holcomb it was a guy who was like yeah. there for half a season so anyways that being said um I went with longevity within the division so I checked in with Ben Roethlisberger Joe Flacco and Andy Dalton okay starting from the bottom working up with eight wins Tim Couch also with eight wins, Joe Flacco with 11 wins. Tied for second now, there was Ben Roethlisberger and Derek Anderson. And the number one winningest quarterback at Brown's first energy stadium is Baker Mayfield with 15 wins. Hmm. So, yeah, he was yeah, I the... I would not have thought Tim Couch. Flacco was a good pull. I was... I was. I thought about Flacco, but I just didn't 
I yeah. would have thought Dalton yeah. was on that list too, to be perfectly honest with you. If I named all, if I was going to name five, yeah, I would have done Dalton, Flacco, and probably Carson Palmer and been wrong. Yeah, Joe Flacco briefly came into my mind. I didn't even think of Dalton right off the top. I was, it's just a weird question. And it's like, oh my <laughs> it God. <is. laughs> it was, you know, it did, it, it, what was it that um, Baker passed him this past year to be a Browns quarterback alone at the top, which they hadn't had, you know, yeah. in a while. So, okay. After the third round, we have scores of Marcus with 260, Scott with 340, and our new leader after that round is Josh with 360. We are going to the fourth quarter where it is still anybody's game. And that brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. Okay, the categories for today are as follows. Question number one, if you want something done right, do it yourself. That's about sports video games. Question number two, you can teach an old dog new tricks. And that is about golf. Question number three, kiss your sister. That is all about NCAA football. Question number four, get while the getting's good. That's about boxing and in a roundabout way about um, basketball. Um, and question number five is a little bit of know your host. And that is about baseball. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one, which was, if you want something done right, do it yourself about sports video games. What NBA player and member of the 50 greatest players of all time not only lent his name to the 1994 Sega CD game Slam City, but also recorded the terrible theme song? And I will say it's not terrible theme song, so don't think that that was a hint. It's just an awful theme song. I can check in. Can I'll check, check in. Okie dokie. Josh checked in. Uh, Scott, you can talk it out. I want this to be Sean Kemp because Sean Kemp's Slam City just sounds awesome as a game, but he's not one of the 50 greatest players of all time. Should be. So that sucks. How much does Slam actually factor into this? Like, is it a prolific dunker? And I don't know if it is or not thinking that maybe it is and yeah i'm, I'm not going to overthink it I, I spoiler i didn't wager much on this so i will check in with dominique wilkins and i wagered 20 points okay josh well i wagered zero and i just uh figured i had a two percent chance to pick one of the 50 greatest players I have no clue, um, but a lot of times when I think about that, I go, hey, Scottie Pippen was in the top 50, so I'm checking with Scottie Pippen. I have no idea, you know, like I said, 2%. Marcus? So I definitely played this because I had a Sega Saturn, which was like right after the Sega CD, and I've, I've played this game, and it's not Michael B. Jordan. It's Scottie B. Pippen. 
and I check in <laughs> with that for 100 points. Indeed, the correct answer here is Scotty B. Pippen. I don't know if B is his middle name, but it is Scotty it's Pippen. Not. Okay, I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> I don't think it is. <laughs> I guess I guess if we really want to be true to like the 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 Robin to Jordan's Batman, it should be Scotty C. Pippen. <laughs> like one letter below it. <laughs> it was isn't Michael Jordan, isn't it actually J? Yeah. Yeah, MJJ. K. <laughs> it is. Scotty K. Pippen. We have a tie atop the leaderboard. Um so Scott now has three hundred and twenty points. But Marcus and Josh are tied with 360. On to question number two, which is you can teach an old dog new tricks, and it's about golf. Although more commonly known by the nickname Lefty today, what less flattering nickname did Phil Mickelson garner in his early career from his fellow tour players who gave it to him because of his apparent cockiness and arrogance? I'm checked in. Scott has checked in. I'll check in. Marcus has checked in, which leaves Josh to talk it out. I have no idea, but you know he's always been a little bit bigger of a guy. A little, little. He hasn't been spelt most of his career, so um, I'm gonna check in with Frumpy uh, for fifty points. <laughs> Frumpy Mickelson. <laughs> my new, my new trivia team name. Um, Marcus, what'd you check in with? <laughs> um, I had a couple to choose from because I didn't know the answer. So I thought about shouting out Big Rip, Jared Lorenzen, and saying the hefty lefty. But uh, I didn't go with that. I just said Dickelson <laughs> for 20 points. <laughs> That's a good one, too. That is pretty awesome. Oh, that's great. I like these. These are all really better nicknames. <laughs> and Scott? I wish I said Dickelson because that's incredible. Um, I wagered zero because I figured I'd have no clue what this was. And I'm glad I wagered zero. Um, I like alliteration, you know, Sean Kemp's Slam City or Scotty Pippen's Slam City. So I thought maybe he was just, uh, you know, overly... Um, out with his cockiness and they called him flamboyant phil so i I checked in with flamboyant phil okay unfortunately no points this round um you can give me points if you want i will you know i'll give you a bonus ghost point that doesn't count towards your total um so yeah he was definitely cocky definitely arrogant all you had to do was just stand around him and he would tell you um the nickname that phil mickelson used to go by or the derogatory nickname they used to call him was Fig Jam. And for those of you that don't know what that stands for, um, get the whistle ready. Fig Jam stands for F- I'm good, just ask me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm not even that mad about my, losing uh, points. Yeah. I'm not I'm, mad I'm about it. I'm literally putting that on the I'm putting that on the back of my kickball shirt. Oh. <laughs> Fig Jam. <laughs> I, uh... Done. Done. Score update. We have a lead change. We currently have um, Josh with 310, uh, Scott with 320, and Marcus with 340 points. Question number three, which is Kiss Your Sister about NCAA football. What perennial whipping boy and rotating door for head football coaches 
holds the NCAA Division One record for most ties in football with 58. I'm going to check in. Uh, okay, Josh checked in. I'll check in. <laughs> Scott, you can talk it out. I have so many. Well, pick one because I'm pretty sure that's what I know. I, know. I did. We were just like, yeah, I just got to pick one. Uh, I really don't have any one that I feel strongly about. So I'm just going to like eeny, meeny, money, mo my list and pick one. I'm going to close my eyes and just point to one. And whichever school comes up is what I'm going to say. Closest to Georgia. So Georgia. Marcus, you're up. A couple of, I agree with what Scott said. It's got to be somebody who's been around for a long time. Um, and like every school has some degree of success. So it was like, who's had some success, but like literally the least amount you could possibly think of. And to me, it came down to two schools. And for me, I decided between Rutgers and Vanderbilt. I just had to, I had to go with Rutgers because I, yeah, I just, that was my feeling, but you know, I could have, it could go either way. So I'm checking in with Rutgers for yikes, 100 points. And Josh, we're gonna have three different answers, so that's kind of cool. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I went a different route, and uh, I went to the middle of the country, um, probably not too far from where Eric Walling finds himself living. Um, there's a team there who is definitely uh, in college football is a uh, a whipping boy team who uh, better known for basketball. And they've definitely had their fair share of coaches coming in and out. Most recently, Les Miles. Oh, My no. hope is that the correct answer is the Kansas yep. Jayhawks yep. for 50 points. Uh, yep. So this team has lost to Coastal Carolina each of the last two years. But before that, they waxed Rutgers 55 to 14. They reside about 45 minutes west of here. That is indeed the Kansas Jayhawks. Okay, we have another lead change. I knew that was my big swing. I was like, if I get this, then I'll be looking okay, I think. Yeah. All right. Uh, After question three, uh, Marcus has 240 points. Scott has 300. And Josh now is in the lead with 360. Okay, on to question number four. Get while the getting is good, which is a boxing slash basketball question. July 26th, 1971 was the scheduled date for a boxing match between Muhammad Ali and which basketball superstar? Although he outweighed Ali by 60 pounds and had a 14-inch reach advantage, the superstar backed out once he was offered a record-setting contract, conditional on him abandoning the, quote, boxing foolishness. I'm going to check in. Okay, Marcus has checked in. going to check in. And Scott has checked in. Josh, you can talk it out. I know Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was kind of into kind of, I don't know what boxing, but, you know, he was into like the Bruce Lee kind of movie type things. And so it wouldn't surprise me, especially with that kind of reach and that. So I'm going to check in with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for 50 points. All right. And Scott? I wagered 20 points and I figured there weren't many options right around that time. So I thought about Kareem but I thought he was young and he was just a couple years into the league I didn't know if he would want to get into something like that so young Um, I just checked in with Wilt Chamberlain because he just seems like the type that would 
accept a fight like that and then back out and have some sort of excuse. So I checked in with Wilt Chamberlain for 20. And Marcus? I was deciding between those two names. Didn't want to think about it too much. Uh, I I started off thinking Chamberlain, but then just with the, you know, Muhammad Ali. And then right around this time, I, I, I think is uh, when... I think the Bucks won the championship that year, maybe. But anyways, and then I think around that time is when he changed to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So I checked in with Lou Alcindor or Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for 20 points. Okay. Um, that basketball superstar that outweighed Ali by 60 pounds and had a 14-inch reach advantage was Wilt Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. Kareem, was, Kareem was in Milwaukee at the time. Chamberlain was in L.A., and was offered a bunch of money by L.A. contingent on him backing out of this fight. And so he backed out and didn't end up doing it. And so we never got to see Muhammad Ali and Wilt Chamberlain in a boxing match, which would have been fun. Yeah, it would have been. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I yeah. thought I figured Kareem maybe was too young, just like too soon into the league. I just, yeah, I, I initially, I was like, oh, this has got to be Chamberlain. And then I just thought about Ali and I was like, mm, maybe this yeah. is like, just such maybe like the type maybe, of guy that would do yeah, that. Oh, totally. But like, for me, I was just like, yeah, oh, maybe there's some connection. And then he was like, oh, I'm going to change my name and whatever. I figured Chamberlain would be more interested in jello wrestling ladies, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> that I mean, was not in the contract. more interested in that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's why I, I think, I think in the bedroom, like, he had a 14 inch reach <laughs> advantage too. <laughs> him and jimmy johnson (sighs) all right well speaking of reach advantages so we had another legion maybe 14 inch reach advantage will be the the name i'm not gonna gonna, i don't know if that'll stay but (laughs) sorry no you're good we uh we we had another lead change um marcus currently has 220 points josh has 310 which leaves Scott in first place by a whopping 10 points with 320. Okay, question number five in Know Your Host. Nolan Ryan holds 51 different MLB records as of this recording, um, including most no-hitters with seven and most strikeouts with 5,714. And yes, I did not have to look that number up. Which of the following is not a record that Nolan Ryan currently holds? Is it fewest hits per nine innings, lowest career batting average against, highest average strikeouts per nine innings, most career walks, most grand slams against, or most seasons with at least one win? I'm going to check in. Marcus has checked in. I'll check in. All right. Josh has checked in, which leaves Scott with our final talk out fairly certain that he holds the record for the most walks i've got it narrowed down to three so it's going to be hit for nine strikeouts per nine or grand slams i think i'm going to uh reverse engineer my answer and go with the one that i think would be the trick so i'm gonna try to odd one out this a little bit and not banana tailpipe it so i i'm gonna check in with highest uh k per nine is the one he doesn't hold because i think that's the most obvious one so i'm gonna go with that four 80 
Okay. And Josh? Yeah, I have looked at uh, his wiki page quite a bit because I've uh, written a couple of questions about him. Um, I know the last three uh, he absolutely has. I think the Grand Slams he's tied with somebody, but I guess that's still holding it. Um, and I'm pretty sure those first couple are. So I think Scott is correct that the uh, he does not hold the highest average strikeouts per nine innings. And I wagered 50. Ooh. And Marcus? I looked at these and I said, which one seems like a trick? <laughs> and and I, I did the opposite of Scott where I like really thought hard and narrowed it down. I just looked at him and I went, that one seems weird. So I also checked in with highest <laughs> average strikeouts for nine. And I wagered 20 points. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, knowing your host here would be to know that I'm big Nolan Ryan fan and also a big fan of the banana in uh, the tailpipe. A, a, a big? <laughs> I, I think that's, that's putting it lightly, buddy. Okay. A mild to extreme Nolan Ryan fan. So, <laughs> like, um, shrine right behind him, guys. Yes. Nolan Ryan currently holds the record for the fewest hits per nine innings with 6.5. The lowest career batting average against at 204. Uh, let's see. The absurd. Yes. <laughs> the most career walks with 2,795. Most grand slams against with 10. And 26 seasons in a row with at least one win, which means he did not have the highest average strikeout per nine innings. Everyone is getting points. Yay. Yay. As a matter of fact, he's not even in the top 10. He is number 15 on the list at nine and a half or 9.55 strikeouts per nine. Now that is a minimum of a thousand innings pitched. So um, the threshold there isn't quite super high. You think he pitched a lot of innings in his career. The current leader, number one overall by a few like hundreds of a percentage point, you Darvish, 11.099. The game has come to an end and here are the final scores. Team Marcus, Finishes with 240 points. Josh finishes with 360 points. And our clipboard captain of the game, who is receiving the coveted Todd Reising Award with a score of 400 points. That is Mr. Scott Grimes. Sorry, man, you don't get that comfortable car on the L train that you were searching for at the beginning of this game. There, there, most of the seats on there have my buck boobs in it already, so that's, that's fine. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, let's go around the room, shall we, Marcus? Uh, this was fun. I was actually kind of looking forward to it when I found out it was 1v1v1 because, like, that's fun. It's, it's fun to bounce off, and especially, like, you know, we all know when you have guys like Dan and Eric, it's like, you know, they can be paired with anyone, and it can be a success. So it's nice to just, you know, try to flex your own muscles and, and see how, you know, how you stack up. And for me, it was like that, that five on five, I, I added a couple of names and it ended up really hurting me, but it was a lot of fun. And I, it's not a shock to me that with a video game, I guess you could call it a video game heavy episode, uh, that I cleaned up those categories because, uh, I love video games. I appreciate that walling. And uh, to my opponents, you're both beautiful, and uh, I appreciate you guys. 
Josh? Yeah, uh, uh, I get nervous for playing by myself for good reason. Um, although I, I held my own, I oddly enough, I had the correct answers to all four of the video game questions. You're welcome. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that one without you, Marcus, but the other ones I just was able to guess properly. I, I don't like fourth quarter solo. I don't like that. I don't like that at all, but um, that's all right. Uh, yeah, Wally, very well-written game. Um, Thank even you. with all the video game stuff and <laughs> guys like me who don't play a lot of video games, but God, congratulations. I, I, you know, maybe, maybe you should be playing uh, solo games more often. Maybe you don't need a team. Maybe teammates are weighing you down. We've discovered it. Scott needs to start playing by himself. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, nothing says that you couldn't Three, say one. I'm not teaming up with anybody. I'm going solo. You know what? I, I hear it here first. I've said it. I want it right now. Eric and Dan team up against me. Oh. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Done. You know what? This is this is documented. I'll write that. Throwing it out. I'll write that. Has to happen. This has to happen. Yep. I'm I'm throwing that out. Um. Yeah. No. Echo what these guys said. Wally. That was a fun game. Your games are always fun. I don't always like the questions, but they're always fun, and I feel like they always they bring good banter and like they're fun questions, even if I get them wrong. This game was one v one v one. Like Marcus said, I was actually pretty excited going into it. It's a different strategy like you have to you know you have to do things differently it's a departure from what we normally do and i think that's nice once in a while and we all had our moments that we to shine here also real quick um before we call it a night i want to extend a special thanks to david lux for helping me put a lot of these questions together today um he and i have been bouncing a bunch of ideas off um there's a few that i didn't even use in this game we'll probably use it for another one but he was, you know, big, big and, and helped me get this game together. So thank you, David. Thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at BenchwarmersTP. That's it. I'm pulling the rest of these from Genus 15. I'd probably have a better shot at getting some answers right. <laughs> Josh is like, I'll take a 1904 Major League Baseball player over Shea Gilders Alexander, please. <laughs> well, it said, uh, I think one of the questions in there is which sport has bases? So I think you guys are better than that. Okay, hey, guys. Marcus, let's... Uh, sorry, quick, quick side note. I want to know if Marcus is down for a double date, me and you and Katie Nolan and Mina Kimes. Oh, yeah, 100%. All right. It'll so, happen yeah. right after he My showers up from our pickup basketball game. <laughs> Hell, yeah. I'll I I'll propose to Katie Nolan right now. Like, if she just Do showed it. up and she was like, hey, you got to decide right now. I will, I will not even acknowledge your existence, but you have to marry me on the spot, no questions asked, not knowing any, like, background on her. I'd do it in a heartbeat. What's stopping you from proposing right now on the air so that we can play this for her? And then we get her on the Dan, podcast and you get away. Dan Soder, I believe. 
who she's dating, I think. Who? Yeah. Who? Ooh. Sorry, Josh. He's Ooh. on billions, Coffee I cup. think. But oh, does he have billions. it? Great. You're on bench warmers, so what? Yeah. <laughs> I like one of those better. <laughs>